Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Matt. And we are Growing, Growing Into, Into Love. Love. Today's conversation is all about subcommunication, what it is and how men and women are designed to communicate differently by using different aspects of the brain and how this can be extremely frustrating if not understood in a relationship. All right. I'm subcommunicating right now on how confused I've been about all the subcommunication. So just to give the listener an opportunity to understand subcommunication with cues that I can't show you through listening, subcommunication is anything that is implied rather than said. So anything to do with the body language in forms of communication with the eye contact, facial expressions, even tonality is a form of subcommunication, which can be very effective in certain circumstances and in certain circumstances where the person can receive it. But if that is not in place, oh boy, does this not work. So let me talk to you a little bit about my experience with subcommunication. Oh man, this has been such a nightmare. This has been such a nightmare. And for any guys out there listening, I fully empathize with you right now. The amount of caca we've had to deal with with subcommunication and not reading the subcommunication has been so challenging. And now that I can read cues from the subcommunication, my life is so much better. Oh. Man, my life is so much better now that I understand subcommunication cues, and I'm still learning. There's so many of them. But part of my pain in learning subcommunication cues is because of the lack of understanding. So once I started learning subcommunication cues, especially from women, this helped me drastically with my ability to communicate with women. So for the guy listeners out there, I would highly, highly recommend if you want to make your life easier on this planet, right? Because these are, this is what it boils down to is like, do you want to make your life easier on the planet, right? Like you can choose to live in a country that doesn't speak English, but, and just never learn their language, but getting around is just going to be a lot more challenging. But if you can learn like what left means, what right means, what hello means, how are you different fruits and vegetables, meats, restaurants, bathrooms, these basic forms of communication will make your life a lot easier getting around. Well, I say this for men with understanding subcommunication with women. Learn this skill set because I don't think at any time soon we are getting in a place where we're able to translate it. But I want to give you an example of how I'm viewing subcommunication right now. And it's the subcommunication I know oh so well is the rejection subcommunication. So where I actually started really diving into this on a studious level was on the dance floor of a nightclub. <laughs> oh baby, do I have time in there. And what I started to see was is how girls are talking to each other. They're full on having a communicative conversation without words they're talking they're talking back and forth and i thought about this when i started seeing it and i'm like is this telepathy 
like they're talking without words. So give you an example. I'm going to use me in it and I'm going to use other girls in it in my past experience. So what I would do is I'd go on the dance floor, you know, I'd feeling good dancing around, you know, trying to hone in on a girl to dance with and ultimately try to take her home with the full on intention. But in that, there's a lot of steps to making that happen. And so to start, I would go on the dance floor and I'd find, uh, you know, and often and not, what are girls doing? They are dancing together. Often and not, what are they doing? They're facing each other to keep their little shield, their little fun bubble away from most guys. So what I would do is I'd find one that I was attracted to or even not attracted to. I'd just find one, but let's say one that I was is one that I was attracted to. So I see these, it's called a set. So I'd see two girls dancing together, looking at each other and I'm like, okay, maybe I was with my friend, but let's just say for this one, I wasn't with my friend. Oh God, going up to two girls on my own, holy smokes. Whew, I'm brave this night. And I see them dancing together <laughs> And you know, they're dropping it low, they're moving their body, and they're feeling good, at least from what it looks like. And I'm like, okay, let me go over there. So you know, I'm moving my shoulders, I'm jiving my hips, and I'm walking over, and I'm doing some weird, awkward hand movements. Like, it's something like, oh God, this is just pure awkwardness coming out of me. And already, the girls are picking up on that. This is what I love about women, is they're able to read signs, cues, and all this. Bless my heart, I was honest, and I was, I was honest about trying to go home with a girl, that's why I'm in a nightclub. But like, honest in a way that I didn't know how to communicate. So already, I'm communicating to them, because now the girl has, the one girl has her back to me, but the other girl is looking at me. And she sees my awkward arm movements. So first layer, of communication, she looks at her friend. Now, if a girl's looking, listening to this, she knows the exact look that she gives to her friend. Now, this could be different between different girls, but to her friend that's on the dance floor, she knows what that means. Watch out, awkward creep coming in. So she gives that first layer of subcommunication, looks at her friend, and boom, conversations already started without words on the dance floor to her friend. But bless her heart, she needs to talk like this to her friend because there's an awkward creep coming up to her. So she better be ready. And what do I do? I try to like do a couple dance moves pretending. Now me, I actually like to dance. But in this scenario, I didn't care about dancing. I wanted to pick her up. So what I do is I do some weird dance moves around her pretending like okay let's have fun let's let's have a good time together you know hey i'm having fun in this nightclub i'm a dude i never dance outside of this experience but to try to go home with you in this scenario and so what do i do i move my body and now that's a form of communication i'm trying to move my body to get at a better space and to actually interact with her well, what the friend does is now they turn their body, which is another form of communication, they turn their body and now they see me. Now, from that point, maybe I vibe out and I make it in, but we're gonna go straight to the rejection. So now what do I do? Form a subcommunication without consent because I haven't been taught this as a dude. I have not been taught consent. No one has taught me consent. So at this point, what do I do? I go up to her and put my hands on her body. 
There has been no agreement of this, but I, as far as communication goes, I have been not taught this. And I want to know this, but there's no one teaching me this. So then I get berated from society. I get berated from the world. I get berated from the girls in the nightclub because I don't know subcommunication and I'm not taught this and I'm not taught consent. So what do I do? I put my hands on her and then I move to put my groin up into her bosom and what do I get? Uh, instant, They, if girls are good at it, which most of them are and they're really respectful and I really appreciate this, but I didn't appreciate it at the time. They're good at like moving their body out of that communication. That's another form of subcommunication. Let's say I'm dancing and she might be feeling my vibe for a sec. All of a sudden, the girl who's dancing stares at her girl. And now girls, if you're listening, you know the look. She gives her the look and that means, let's get out of here, this guy's a creep. Yes, so she gives that look. Next thing you know, those girls are off the dance floor or in a totally new spot of the dance floor. Guess what I am? I'm left empty handed. So here's a total scenario of subcommunication. This is like at the basic level in um, the nightclub, but now let's bring this into a relationship. So I wanna give you a scenario of what happened just recently. So often Molly is very good at subcommunicating or lack of communicating. And we're talking on effective communication, communication that could be directly understood with non-messages of any mis-messages. This is clear, concise, saying what you mean and expressing what you mean. This goes, you have to, and women, I would really learn to practice this because I've learned to practice subcommunication, which is a feminine trait. I would practice masculine communication because most time and not, I've found on my journey, women are more apt to learn, to extend themselves, to be that, you know, that person in the relationship. Do I agree with this? No, not at all. I don't agree with this, but this is the way the world is right now. And so we can learn to, we can either become a victim of the world or we can create solutions around the world. So. What I would recommend is start learning this form of communication because this will make your relationships and your interactions with men at a much better level, more effective level. And the reason I say this is because women, you have the social awareness. If you were listening and you have been listening to that exact scenario, you know that scenario and you could break it down 10 times better than I could. But for men, social awareness does not come naturally Girls, I had to go through the trenches to learn this. And I will tell you, I'm connected to many men that won't begin in their lifetime to understand this. So if that's the case, I speak this with much passion. Please understand this because it will help your life out and it will help your communication out. But we need as women to supersede this communication and Molly will let us know in why and where it comes from, which I just learned just today, which is beautiful, but we're in a scenario. So I love this one because this is like kind of the basic one that comes home from all interactions with man to women. Man is home. I am home and I'm sitting at home and I'm in workflow. I have, I work from home, so I'm working at home. Girl comes in, Molly comes in, some scenario has just happened to Molly and she walks into the door. Now, girls, you may know this scenario oh so well. 
She comes in the door and she's a bit huffed and puffed. Something happened during her day and she comes in and she comes in agitated and she opens up the door and she goes with almost a breath of, <sighs> you know, kind of like that. But as I'm a man and I'm in my masculine and I'm in workflow, which is really good. If I'm a really good worker and I'm really in my masculine, I stay focused on the task at hand. So this is actually a really good trait for me to be focused in my workflow. But for the woman, she wants that attention now. So she opens up the door with that huff and puff and she'll may kind of kick her shoes down. She may put her bag down and you know, she's, she's now walking around the, let's say the living room where I'm working and this whole time she's subcommunicating. She is talking to me this whole time, but I'm a man, I'm in my workflow. And let, let's even go a layer lower. Let's say I'm a man not in my workflow, but I'm a man watching Netflix. I'm pretty concentrated on Netflix. I'm not, I don't have the social acuity like a woman has. This is why if women, if you're listening to this, you're really good at multitasking. This is why you can be like three places at once. This is why you can genuinely look after three babies at once while cooking dinner because your mind doesn't stay focused. This is why generally speaking, statistically men are better with tech and coding because we're in a logical brain. So we're good at taking ones and zeros and staying focused. Whereas women are naturally, statistically speaking, better at being nurses because they're better at nurturing and multitasking. This is why in Starbucks, you often see baristas as girls because they can be half the pot on, they can be taking an order, they can be at six places at once. And for me, I'm going, Whoa, 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 whoa. I got to focus on this task here, all right? I, I, I got to stay focused here. So when the man is watching Netflix and he's focused, he's focused on his task. Whereas this woman is now pacing back and forth in the room, let's say this scenario, and now she storms upstairs. But what cracked me out of this attention was the slam of the door. Oh, whoa wow, I'm just stopped watching Games of Thrones. I'm, and then the next thought goes to like, man, I'm hungry. I could go for some Cheetos. Like that's where we are. That's where we are in our world. <laughs> so now all of a sudden she comes downstairs and she sits next to you, but she crosses her arms and he goes <sighs> like a big breath. It's like, okay, now, no, now anyone in the right mind can see that behavior. It's right next to you. And he goes, how's your day? And the woman responds like, fine like with that intense energy and all of a sudden he goes oh okay oh my god sets her off to the now what do you mean fine can't you tell i've been pacing around i've been huffing and puffing i slammed the door i put my dishes down i did all this can't you tell no i can't tell i don't read subcommunication. read words i'm a man i listen to words this is what we do we talk we don't if, if a man does this kind of communication, he is not received well in his friend group. Like, no, men don't communicate like this. Like, if a man sub-communicates like this, you know what he does if he's mad at you? He punches you. This is a form of man sub-communication, you know, or he puts you in a headlock. Like, he, he shows where he's at. He doesn't disguise it in all these weird movements and tonalities and facial expressions and eye glazes and attitudes you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hacking this by any means, women. I'm just saying this is how I've interpreted it from a man. And you best believe there's an opposite side of this from the man point of view. 
There's a man way of this too. I'm just saying like this is, I'm, I'm analyzing it say from a non-gender standpoint and how I've received it, right? This, is, this has been my analyzations. Believe me, I love that you communicate like that now because now I can read it. I just couldn't read it before. So this was extremely challenging in my relationships with women and communicating with women. And this was a big block with my communication with women. So she gets all upset and she says, fine. And I ask her and then I know. But all of a sudden she comes out of it and now it creates a massive fight. Now she's upset with me because I didn't pick up with it. And I was just trying to watch Netflix and eat Cheetos. And all of a sudden she's mad at me. Well, now it's at me. Now that anger is directed at me because I didn't ask her about her day correctly. Well, I did from a man's point of view. I said, how was your day? Or let's, let's, let's reverse it. And I'm on the man's side now. She comes in, she's huffed and puffed, and I just still watch Netflix. And she's upset with me now because I didn't ask her, how was her day? What, what's going on? Like, what, what's going on with all this energy? What's going on with all this subcommunication? Well, there's multiple angles of this scenario and what the outcome is. But let's get to why, and this is a man's way of being, let's get to the point. See, this is the difference with men and women. Men need to get to the point. We think in logical standpoints, whereas women are like, I just want to talk to talk. I just want to talk to feel. She doesn't need to get no to no point. And as the man, it's our role to understand that she does not need to get to no point. She just needs to express. So the scenario that I've had with Molly in the past is this subcommunication. So this had been effective, so she thought, with her past relationship. And this was her way. And obviously, she's learned this through her mother and her father's interactions. And from them, from their mother and father. And we have to decode these interactions to understand them. So I've had it where I've said something to Molly and it upset her. So then she walked around the kitchen. She went upstairs and then she was gone for a certain amount of time and I, I, I was doing back to my work and I didn't, I didn't notice that it had that effect on her but then she comes downstairs about to blush, blow right by me and walk out the door. And at the time that she didn't understand this, she actually shut the door pretty loudly. And then I went, okay, I got the message loud and clear. So she came back and right as she came back and this is for the men listening. This is where it's our role to address this right away. We got to hit this baby right on the head because if not, she's going to stay in that emotional state and it's our role to be that presence for her. So Molly came back in. What I did was is I said, hey, come here. And she's all agitated, doesn't really want to come here, but she does because she loves me and she wants to communicate to me, but she doesn't know the form in which to communicate. So I said, come here in that grounded, non-emotional energy. Hey, come here. What? Okay. This behavior would be acceptable if you were still seven years old. But in our relationship, we have to use our words. I can do the best I can with reading your subcommunication. But even to my level, I would rather hear your words. Because I don't know what's going on in there. You have to express, but express clearly and concisely, not from this emotional place. You are totally entitled to your emotions. 
I'm not denying you of your emotions. Run those emotions as far as you want to, but for me to understand, I need to hear it clearly and concisely. Molly, I love you and I want the best for you and we're a team. I never set out for any intention to harm you or create any of this within you. This is never my intention. Now, here's a side note to this. I don't know her past. I don't know her past communications. I don't know the past thing. Any one of these words, heck, I could have even said ice cream and she had a poor moment in her life that created this trigger in her. So I don't know, but I want to know. Okay, men listening, this is again, we have to supersede that place of ourselves of not caring about what it is. No, this me, ladies, for me, I actually naturally don't care. Like I actually naturally don't care in this moment. It doesn't matter to me. I just don't want this situation happening. So again, from my mind, I'm coming from a solutions base, but I've realized women care. Women care in this space, so I have to care. I really have to learn this part. I have to actually care. This is taking practice. This is taking a lot of practice. So what I've done is now, as in this situation, I said, stop, come here, talk to me, but don't talk to me in this tantrum way. Now, I'm exaggerating the situation, but this is how I was seeing it. This, this is effective communication if you're younger, but as an adult, this is not clear, concise communication. Use your words and express to me what's going on. And because we have a foundation of communication and we've understood parts of this, and this has been a practice, Molly's gotten a lot better at it. Well, now she comes more into her heart space and she goes, well, you know, when you said that thing about not caring, that really upset me. And boom, she just put it together for me. Oh my. You thought I meant I didn't care about you? Oh, no, no, that's not it at all. I meant like I didn't care what you did with it because I support you either way. Whether you go do the yoga class or you do uh, a Qigong class, I don't care. What I care about is that you're doing what it is you want to do. But I didn't mention that last part. I just said, I don't care. But she interpreted that like, I don't care about her. Oh dear, okay. Well, thankfully, you and I are in a clear, non-emotional communication with our words, ladies, with our words, so that I can logically understand it. I can sub-communicate it. I can read your sub-communication, but I need to know your words because I'm a man and I speak with words. And even with our words now, as you can tell, if you go back and listen, even my tonality inflections have changed because of the meaning behind what words I'm saying. So there's even this layer. So if you guys want to know, I mean, and I'll say this correctly, if you girls and guys want to know, communication happens 50% on body language, 39% on uh tonality and the last remaining is on words so we really have to get it right like we really have to show up and be ready so i stopped what i was doing because i knew the moment you came back in that door we gotta address this because this is not effective communication and believe me i there's been moments where i'm in non-effective communication too and and i can't express correctly 
but we were able to solve that issue and I was able to address it, the actual cause of what I meant by I don't care. And this is a forms of subcommunication. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for using your words. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this has been a real journey for me personally since knowing you and really starting to work on this, I'd say, more so this year. Um, thank you for sharing and thank you yeah, for... That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So for us feminine energies out there, I'm just going to bring it down a little bit <laughs> and um, just bring some softness and some clarity and light because it's, as Matt said, it's an extremely ineffective way of communication. But where does that stem from and why do we do it? So for me personally, what was happening was um, just a feeling of like, you don't understand, you don't care, you don't appreciate me. Why don't you understand? I need to show you through my actions that I'm not happy with you. And it also comes from a place of being like, you should be able to read what is going on for me because my friends can like my girls understand me and this is where we get to the point of where girls say that well you just don't get me like she does and the reason that is is because we're in a totally different space of ourselves we're using different parts of the brain to communicate and I'll go into this in more in-depth information um in the next couple of minutes but I just really wanted to to touch on a, a couple of things and um how it's really helped me within this discovery so as always the first thing is bringing you know acceptance and awareness to where our communication is at so thankfully being with somebody that's conscious and that's you know willing to work through this and, and work towards change Matt brought this to my attention and when he described it in the way that he did and when he got me to actually observe for myself what was going on within my communication, I was like, wow, yeah, like I'm reverting to a seven-year-old child. This is how I get what I want. I want to be noticed. I am important. Pay me attention. And I was like, wow, that's like not a nice place to come from. Now, I, in my past, would use this for days, like days with people. If somebody hadn't, if, some, if somebody said the wrong thing, especially in my like romantic relationship, if something wasn't noticed, if I wasn't felt heard or appreciated, or I would resort to non-communication through words. So I would take myself out and then I'd go into self and I'd like shrivel up and then everything would be really like stiff and angry and huh and I'm going to work and now I'm doing this and I'm making tea and oh you don't appreciate me until eventually something would happen that would just allow me to come back but I never had like anything to guide me through this I never had an awareness of this it's just that was the best form of communication a big 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 one for me was I just did not want to upset the harmony I did not want confrontation I didn't want an argument I didn't want to have physical or verbal communication that made me feel like unsafe so for instance I grew up in a very harmonious household so there wasn't much shouting there wasn't many arguments that was had so I learned that you know it's better to just kind of withdraw and not say anything because I don't want to be in a situation where it feels sticky and it feels like I need I'm having an argument with somebody. Um, 
So what I've started to do is once I got the awareness and once I got the acceptance of where my communication was at, I was like, okay, the next time this comes up, I need to address it and I need to be able to address it in a better way because first of all, this isn't fair on Matt. And second of all, like it's not going to serve me in the future with the goals and ambitions that I have. I can't communicate with to the world like this. I can't be a leader. I can't lead by example. I can't inspire people if I'm not willing to face what it is that's going on in- internally. And I'm not willing to face actually the situation that's appearing um, for me. So this, again, has taken time. And it's something that I'm still working through. Um, and a, a big one was that I just started to say to Matt, like, I don't know how to express this in words right now, um, but I'm working on it. Or just just something to say, like, I'm experiencing a lot of emotions right now and I don't know how to explain this to you. Just by saying that gives him an indication that there's something going on with me. And by doing this, first of all, as well, it helps you get out of the emotion of it. So what I was doing was I was storming up all this emotion and then I was suppressing it and then it'd come out in a really ugly way. So whether that's through an action or a saying or just saying something, and this is what I see a lot in people as well, it's women, we suppress, we suppress, 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 and then it just erupts out of us in like a really like non-effective and not a nice way. Uh, hence the word biatch. Is yeah where, where that stems from oh wow really well yeah that's that's why it comes is from that that exact behavior okay i didn't know that yeah um that's really interesting so yeah it comes from and then it like erupts out of us and it's like where did that come from like and it's just because we we haven't been able to we don't feel or we're not giving ourselves permission to express now in that expression it's really important i found within my journey with this is to really try and come from a place of non-emotion or as little as emotion as you can within that situation because as we've talked about previously once you go into the emotion side once you go into that part of the brain which is the fight or flight you're not thinking with logic so it comes in more of like ah you did this and ah, it made me feel like this so then it's not effective either and, and men do this as well absolutely yeah, yeah. and i think for me what's really helped is just taking that pause okay this is how i feel what is this how do i say this to matt and even now there are moments where i subcommunicate, and sometimes i think it's really beneficial i think it's better because it's it's a natural form of my expression and because matt is so um conscious and aware of of this within within me and within women um, it's great because it really allows me to be free within my expression however I have to remember that Matt naturally comes from a logic mind and he cannot read my mind okay he cannot read my mind and that is so important because this is something I just did not realize before like why are you not understanding this why do you not how can you not see this? This is obvious. Like, this is obvious. Why are you not picking up on this? And then if you are picking up on it, you're not even saying the right things. <laughs> you're, saying pro- you're probably saying more, worse things. Yeah, make it worse. You're, you're in a mood. Why are you being so moody? Because you put me in a mood. Like, but we're not saying these things and we're not having these conversations. So it escalates, it spirals, and then it becomes this big emotional, toxic kind of interaction between the two when... You know, for me, and I'm sure many people out there, 
it's just not nice feeling misunderstood it's not nice feeling that you're not appreciated it's not nice feeling that you're not worthy and it can be it can be as little as the fact that I've made Matt dinner and he forgot to say thank you because he's in his own mind and he's saying his own thing and it's taken me you know it's taken me time to make that meal for him and I love him and I care for him but it'd be nice to be appreciated so what do I do like do I acknowledge that do I get emotional about it or do I subcommunicate for the rest of the evening and let it linger on? And this has been a big one for me. Let's capture it where, where it is as soon as possible because the longer we drag it out, the longer that we, we, we like, fuel it, the worse it becomes because then it's like, oh, yeah, and then he, he said that and then he did that and then every single action that he does from that moment on just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. So for me, the stage I'm at right now is still not fully being able to communicate in that moment, depending on what it is, depending on what the emotion is. But for me, is to really recognise, okay, this is how it made me feel. Then the next thing I do is actually, hmm, why did it make me feel that? Because something in that sentence or in, within the tonality has created something in me, has brought something up in me that's either from my past or is something that doesn't align with like my morals or my values. So I go back into self, why? Like, where is this coming from? And then I'll try and verbalize in that moment, okay, Matt, that just made me feel really unappreciated when you did that. And then he's like, huh, normally, huh? What do you mean? Like completely oblivious, which then it just takes the air out of it because in me, I'm like, this is so obvious, oh my God. And then his reaction is like, oh my God, no way, really? And then I'm like, oh, you didn't see that? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, now I can talk about it with you. And then we resolve it. And then the rest of the day is really nice. And that's the place I want to be in for the majority of the day. So what I decided to do was, as always, have a little research into where does this come from? And a big thing for for women is we have a preference for harmony of communication. So we, we would prefer to keep things harmonious than to actually say the truth within, within communication. So the more feminine that a woman is, the more she'll prefer conversational harmony to the objective truth. Whereas for men, it's like, tell me the truth, be clear, be concise. What is it you're feeling? Whereas we're like, you know, like... I like that, but, you know, I'm not really sure and I'm, I don't really know. We don't want to, you know, say anything to maybe hurt or affect the other person because we really want to keep this balance of harmony. It's deeply rooted within us to stay harmonious in our relationships. Back to tribal times when women were keeping families together that within communities. So for me, like, that's huge unlock. Like, it's that's where my wanting to keep the peace stays in. But then I have to reflect by my subcommunication, is that keeping the peace? Mm -hmm. So that's a really good one to just to reflect on. And then a huge one. So if you think back in in history, men have usually wanted to either own women and or own their bodies. So there's been this like possessiveness, like man half woman. And in response to this, women have had to invent a secret language between each other so that the man or the oppressor, they couldn't understand what was going on, but so that the other women around them could easily interpret whether there was any danger going on. So let's just take Matt's example of being in the nightclub and what's happening there, and this is going back to like 
tribal times this is going this is like years within within us and within um our biology what's happening in that moment is that girl's going oh my god danger 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 so she's using the secret language to her friend to communicate that danger is approaching and that is just like incredible so when matt says like we have these like weird like movements and like gestures and eye movements yeah we do because we need to communicate in that moment as effectively as possible to our friends that some creep is coming towards us and we need to protect ourselves. And I support that. I support that. <laughs> so it comes from a place of detecting danger and needing to protect ourselves, which is, just, is amazing. Like we created this whole language that 50% of the population can't even understand. And we do it naturally. We don't even know that we're doing it. This is like... You actually, do you know when you start learning? When's that? In travel times, four years old. You had to start learning all this language by four years old. Wow. Four years old. So this is why little, you see, if you can, if you're listening to this and you can go to the playground next time and observe a little girl with her daddy, this is the best way to see how good they are at it. <laughs> it's like a little girl with her dad and see how, how well they're able to push these buttons on, on their dad. <laughs> yeah, totally. And... I think another another big one that I found was that another reason for this subtle communication or this way of of being for women is it is actually hypnotic for men. Ooh. So what it does is because the the male mind can't actually understand what's happening and there's so many layers going oh on my for God, us women. So many. <laughs> if you think about if you're a woman listening to this you'll really be able to understand what I'm talking about, but how we can communicate to a man through our words, but then what's going on in the conversation underlying that and what it is that we really want. So for instance, let's take a, an attraction again. For a male mind, it's like, okay, man, get woman, man, sleep with woman. Man, man. Buy, my man buy her something. Yeah. Man buy drink. <laughs> man buy drink and girl get girl. Whereas woman's like, okay, let's see what's going on here. Do I like him? Oh, he's good looking, but he's just said that thing that, oh, let's test him here. Let's test him, test him, test him. That's what we're doing constantly as women. We're testing him to see, first of all, if he's worth the energy. And second of all, like, is he worthy? Like, and is he strong enough? Is he, can he protect me? Can, can he live up to what it is that I need and fulfill my needs? So all of these layers of subcommunication is going on for the woman. And obviously he can because he's doing bicep curls. In <laughs> <laughs> so clearly he can. Have you not seen sure. these apps? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> clearly he can. So what is actually happening here with the minds? Because again, like as I mentioned at the beginning, we, we're accessing different areas of the minds in communication. So the man is still very much in his logic and goal-orientated mindset. And women are more in like a feeling it out. Let's see what happens. Let's lure you in. Think about like mermaids, you know, like if let's just go back to that. And like mermaids are luring sailors. Where does all that come from? There's something within the women, the woman and the woman's mind that is hypnotic to the man and to the male brain and the reason that is is because on a on a biological level it's a strategy of nature designed to achieve pregnancy Ooh. like whoa i didn't know that so women if you didn't think you were already awesome this is just another you are awesome and men if you didn't think they were already confusing they're still more confusing <laughs> 
And so they're like three, three things within subcommunication that we've developed that's now within our biology that we don't even have to think about. I don't have to think about how I communicate with my girlfriends. I don't have to think about what an eye movement means, what a gesture means, what my body language is giving out. I just do it naturally. I just do it habitually because, first of all, I want to protect myself. Second of all, I want to procreate with somebody else. And third of all, like, I want to, you know, keep the harmony, keep the peace. Um... And I think that Matt touched upon about like women love to talk and women love to express. There's actual science that shows that women actually get more of a chemical release when they speak and more of a reward when they speak, which is why they speak more. Mm. So for me personally, I'm learning expression, which is really interesting. When I'm allowed um, and when I give myself permission to express, then I really feel that. Um, But for a lot of women, we just want to be heard and we just want our partner to understand, respect and appreciate us. And through subcommunication, women, it's not the way forward. Trust me, I know. (laughs) So just as kind of a point for, I want to just speak to the women out there that are listening to this. You have to understand that subcommunication is not effective and it's just not understood by men. Like, on a whole, in general, men do not understand this in the same way that women can understand this. So, first of all, we have to go easy on them. And we have to start by letting them in a little bit more on what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And this is not to go against our natural, authentic expression, but it is to actually put it into words, this is how you made me feel. That's the greatest starting point. Yeah. Um, and this is great um, because I think we need to look at it as how can we meet each other. So th- the way the way I've kind of given advice, because I, I, the only way I think you can only really truly give advice is if you've experienced it. So I've experienced so much heartache, so much pain from all of this. But I think the uh, the way to really, from from my understanding, is how can we mm-hmm. learn to meet each other in the communication. So that brings on the man side of it. In order to really attract and keep a woman to have what it is you want and and have that effective communication, men, I would really start to take an extra eye on this. Try to go above your manliness stuff, the <laughs> that part of the man, and supersede that. Take a little extra care, learn, care about her learn about her expressions but realize that in her expressions she's just in her natural energy and this is so beautiful often in my earlier years i would see these expressions as so annoying i didn't want to hear it i didn't want to look at it i just wanted to push it away but that was a learnt behavior that was a complete learnt behavior and i moved above that and learned to enjoy the woman expression and want to hear her express and be that space and the irony is men she'll like you more (laughs) she'll Mm -hmm. feel more supported she'll feel more heard and then as men we like to see actions the actions from there moving forward will be a lot more in harmony and so i found this to be very effective on my journey to learn subcommunication, to meet her at a certain level so that she doesn't have to fully express what she's feeling, that 
I can pick up that there's something going on, but then to get her to be able to express it because at least I was able to recognize it. And that feels really good. Absolutely. So if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family. And have a great week and we will be back with another episode of Growing Growing Into into love. Love.